Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the all time Misfits Podcast. Hello and welcome to the all-time mission podcast where you have yours truly little B at Brunelli Sports, Chris aka Hater at Supercharge33, and Tyler at T underscore Dement. Thank you for joining us. We are bringing you a free agent NFL special. We already know that the temporary period has began and we know a lot of the some of the bigger contracts have happened. We'll talk about some of those big ones and then we'll also talk about the, the predictions of some of the other uh, positions and players out there and some of our favorite uh, landing spots for free agents who have not yet signed. But saying that, let's go ahead and get into it and let's talk about the Chargers and the Bengals. Both of you guys have made some big moves. And let's go ahead and talk about the uh, Chargers here first because this involves my team a little bit as well because we have lost Corey Lindsley, the number one center in the NFL, and he's going to uh, the, your Los Angeles Chargers. How are you feeling about that, Chris, with that deal? Ooh, I feel great. Finally, now we got a good center. I had a good center for Nick Hollywood. Um, obviously, Hollywood was like that center in the game. And Ron is really going to miss his center. There's something that you said about that, too, because a couple of years ago, they lost their center and it was uh, Scott Wells. Scott Wells went off yeah. and went to the the St. Louis Rams at the time, and then we replaced him with Evan Dietrich Smith, who was really good, and then we let him walk, and he went to Tampa Bay. Then we went through somebody else, and then we drafted uh, Corey Lindsley, and Corey became just stud for us for the past six, seven years. So you guys got a really good player there. He earned every penny he you guys paid him. There's nothing against it. And I mean, I, I want to say, oh, in 29, uh, helping by the time of playing, uh, but it doesn't matter really for. Yeah, and so for uh, the people who don't know, uh, Corey Lindsley signed a sixty-two point five million dollar deal with the Chargers, and if I correct, it's a four-year deal, paying him pretty much twelve million a season, making him the highest-paid center in the NFL, and well-deserving. Uh, Tyler, do you have any comments or concerns on the Corey Lindsley going to the Chargers or? Does it matter to you? I mean, it doesn't matter to me, but I mean, obviously, it's good for the Chargers. I mean, they got, like you guys said, the best center in the league. Um, so obviously, that hurts the Packers a little bit, and it helps the Chargers quite a bit. Um, definitely a good signing for them. Yeah, it is, and it's it's one less signing for you, the Bengals. I mean, really, this is, should have been one of the moves the Bengals were looking at, or all these free agent offensive linemen, and they really haven't done any of that, and. It's a nice little trans uh, segue there for me to go talk about your Bengals because they made a big signing today or this week in the tampering period. And I really like this kid. And they went and signed the New Orleans Saints edge rusher, Trey Hendrickson, to the Bengals. What do you think about Trey Hendrickson? Um, I like him um, quite a bit. The, the one problem that I have is, like, I'm upset because they didn't re-sign Carl Lawson. I thought was a player who was kind of coming into his own. Um, and I think that 
had they found a way to keep Lawson and sign Hendrickson, they've got like a pass rushing duo possibly for the next 10 years, like locked down because they're both young. Um, I think they're both like 25. So I am upset about that. I I like Hendrickson, um, but I'm upset that they didn't keep Lawson um, because I think that duo would have been pretty dynamic because they both are really talented. Um, So I'm upset about that, that they didn't keep Lawson. And I also, um, not to spoil it, but there's a guy on this list that has a deal in place that I wish they would have gotten above him. Um, But, I mean, I like the guy, um, but I would have liked to have another guy, an offensive lineman, who has a deal in place instead. Are we talking about Joe Tooney here? Yes, we are. Before we switch there and talk about Joe Tooney, I just want to go ahead and let our listeners know uh, Trey Henderson signed a four-year, $60 million deal to sign with the Bengals, which also a great – I mean, when when it comes to that, that's a pretty fair deal because when we come to another edge rusher, you're going to realize that uh, the Bengals got a deal in Trey Hendrickson. But, yeah, Joe Tooney, what do you got about him? Well, I mean, here's the thing. They say that this deal with the Chiefs for Tooney is like in the $80 million range for five years. And don't get me wrong, that's that's a lot of money. But, um, you know, the Bengals' number one problem is offensive line. It has been for the last handful of years now. Um, I, I'm scared that they didn't even attempt to get him, which is definitely upsetting because, um, you know, he's from the Cincinnati area. Um, I would assume that had he had gotten an offer from them, even remotely in that range, he would have probably accepted it because I know things I had seen said that he actually wanted to come to Cincinnati. Um, so I'm afraid that they just struck out altogether on him and didn't even attempt to really try to get him. Um, so that's definitely disappointing um, because he's a really, really good player and they need good players on their offensive line. Um, so, I mean, the Chiefs get richer here, um, but like I said, I wish he would have ended up in Cincinnati. Yeah, speaking of that, so everybody doesn't know or, or may, might not know, none of these players are officially signed with any teams. All these are contracts that are, have been agreed upon. They're not signed on the dotted line. The lot, a lot can change over the next uh, 24 hours before the free agency into, window actually truly opens and these contracts can be signed. We are just in the tampering period. So anything can happen. It's just like, ooh, what, five years ago or so where uh, Frank Gore is the one that comes to mind where he had a deal in place with the Philadelphia Eagles to go be their running back. And then at the last second, he changed his mind and signed with the Indianapolis Colts. So none of these are deals are officially in place or done deals and doesn't mean that I mean it has happened where these players have decided not to sign with the team that they agreed upon a deal with. Definitely uh Joe Tooney uh journey is not over because he him and the uh, New England Patriots have expressed interest again and the New England Patriots have come back and are now even talking to Joe Tooney again and trying to maybe try to get a deal in place to stay in New England. I think it would be dumb try to not to try to keep him. He is probably one of the better guards in the NFL. He is one of the better guards in the NFL. He is only 28 years young. He's only been in the NFL for five years. So you can definitely get something out of him. And this is another position, you know, like Tyler's saying, this is probably the Bengals, not probably, this is the Bengals' biggest need is offensive linemen. I mean, really, you only have Jonah Williams on your offensive line. Tyler, if I'm mistaken, is that about the only guy that's worth a damn? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, Michael Jordan isn't apparently the worst player. Not Bulls Michael Jordan, obviously. I'm talking about the football player. But um, he, a lot of people think he's at least decent. Um, but, I mean, Jonah Williams is the only promising one. 
Now, granted, we don't even know for sure if he is even good, but he's the only one on the line that has a legit promise, and that's because obviously he was a first-round pick a couple of years ago. Yeah, and then uh, what? Who's the uh, center you guys drafted like four years ago that's been in? Brian Price, Billy Price? Billy Price, Billy Price, the Ohio State guy, and he's been awful. So he's irrelevant at the yeah, so I mean, you would hope the Bengals actually have some pretty cap space, and they haven't had any conversations with any of the top offensive linemen, which should be concerning for the Cincinnati Bengals fans and organization. Definitely should be concerning for Joe Burrow, your franchise quarterback. But uh, Chris, do you have anything on the Joe Tony news? I mean, this is just uh, about in that Bengals uh, that it you know, it really for him or the Bengals. the Green Bay Packers deciding to pay Aaron Jones $12 million a season to stay in Green Bay for the next four years. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm excited. I'm happy to have Aaron Jones back in Green Bay, but it definitely makes the first two picks of last year's draft even more puzzling because we're going to have to reconstruct Aaron Rodgers deal. So that means, I mean, we all knew that Jordan Love wasn't going to be starting anytime soon, but this is definitely going to change that even more. And then AJ Dillon, yeah, we're not going to resign Jamal Williams, and Jamal Williams had a decent role, but not a massive role, not for somebody that you used a second-round pick on. So now paying Aaron Jones, who I love, great person, great, you know, wanted to stay in Green Bay, said he took less money to stay in Green Bay, that he heard more from other players or other teams. But honestly, if I was the Green Bay Packers in this situation, I am probably giving that $12 million a season to the player that ran off and signed with the Los Angeles Chargers and Corey Lindsley. But Aaron Jones is an elite player, and I thought it was destined for him to sign in Miami. I just thought that that was destined. I really didn't think the Packers – I mean, there was a lot of news that the Packers were interested in keeping him and wanting him to stay around in Green Bay. But I just thought we were going to never come to agree terms and that he was going to go and become a Miami Dolphin. But I'm happy to have Aaron Jones back. He signed – like I said, he's getting paid Joe Mixon money. He's well well deserving of that money. There's nothing – you know, saying he isn't, but it's just not, not, I mean, I'm not sitting here. I'm not saying I'm unhappy with it, but I definitely would have been happier with keeping Corey Lindsley and keeping that offensive lineman line a little bit more intact. But that's uh, saying that we'll go ahead and move on to, uh, I think some of the bigger news. Let's go ahead and just get this out there because people are probably wondering or like, why haven't we mentioned it? The new England Patriots, did they not just go on a spending spree yesterday? It was like every other second, the New England Patriots were signing somebody. And the bigger names, you know, we, I mean, they signed all pretty big, decent names, you know, starting with the tight end, Jono Smith from the Tennessee Titans. And then they signed Matt Judon, the edge rusher from the Baltimore Ravens. Then they signed Nelson Aguilar, the wide receiver from the Philadelphia Eagles and the Los Angeles Ra- or the Las Vegas Raiders. And then they go and sign Hunter Henry 
the tight end from the Los Angeles Chargers. And then they sign Kendrick Bourne, the wide receiver from the San Francisco 49ers, plus a whole uh, more players. I mean, we could sit here and name the list. I mean, they signed a massive list of players. But I think, and I, I would assume you guys agree, the bigger names here, I mean, the big three to me is Hunter Henry, Matt Judon, and John U. Smith. Am I wrong, or do you guys think one of those other guys should be up there? No, you're right. Um, what do you th- uh, there, Tyler? What do you think about the New England Patriots spending spree yesterday? Yeah, I, I agree. First, I agree with the names that you said. That's the guys I had listed myself. Um, I mean, I don't know. You know, they're trying. Um, let's give them that. But here's the thing: like, you know, I mean, I last year they had the worst tight end group probably in the entire league. Let's just be honest. Uh, they they drafted like what was it three rookie tight ends last year? None of them done anything worth a damn that I can remember. Um, now here they are. They signed Johnu Smith, who's a really good tight end. He's proved, and Hunter Henry, who's again even better than him in my opinion. Um, Just can't so they got two him. really really good. They got two really really good tight ends. Uh, they went from a team last year who had the worst group of tight ends to this year. In all reality, they probably got the best group of tight ends as a whole. Not, not. I'm not saying Hunter Henry's the best in the league, but I mean, as far as a core goes, they probably got the best core now. Um, but to me, I'm not sure it really matters to um, because they, I mean, depending on unless they draft a quarterback in the first round and he ends up being really good, I don't know how much this matters in the grand scheme of it all. Um, I know that they brought Newton back for a year. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I guess. I don't know how much it matters for 2021, I guess, depending on if they draft a rookie quarterback and he ends up being great. But, I mean, they're, they're definitely trying to build um, their team. You know, they're going to have that two tight end thing again that they had with um, Gronk and um, Aaron Hernandez. So, but, I, again, I, I don't know how much it matters. You know, Cam Newton's not Tom Brady. <laughs> no. anything even on planet. So, I mean, at the end of the day, their quarterback, in my opinion, is still just only okay decent at the best as far as a passer goes so i don't know how much this really helps them like this coming year but depending on who they draft in the um drafted as a quarterback you know it could be significant moving forward yeah i mean the big thing in the friendly reminder for our listeners and fans out there cam newton had eight eight passing touchdowns last year not 18 not 28 eight he didn't even get double digits touchdowns last year and i don't want to hear he didn't have the weapons jacoby myers looked good then they had the other kid that who came out of nowhere who had a pretty decent seeds uh bird right there's something bird um Demir. Oh, no. he did decent uh nikhil harry a first round draft pick i mean oh. has nikhil harry he's a bust i'm not you, he's to the point where he's a bust but still that's not it was not the worst Wide receiver core out there. I mean, it is bottom half, but Cam Newton. I don't know if it's the word. I, I would have to sit, but let's go ahead and face the fact. We all, I, I watched enough of Cam Newton to see that he did not have the arm. His balls were oversailing or falling down to the ground. Cam Newton's arm's dead. I'm actually shot that they brought him back. I was really hoping for like a Ryan Fitzpatrick or an Alex Smith. Even uh, Andy Dalton to go to New England. I thought any of those guys would have been better fit for that system and what they would want to run there. I mean, I get that they probably just want to bring Cam Newton back on a cheap deal again because so they can go do all the spending that they're doing. But let's go ahead and say, like, Nelson Aguilar is good, but Cam Newton's not going to be able to get him the ball downfield. Kendrick Bourne, he's pretty decent. 
I mean, Cam Newton's the tight ends. I don't know how you're going to feed both of those tight ends and them be happy. I'm actually shocked that Hunter Henry followed John U. Smith and have them both there. Definitely with the quarterback situation. I mean, that was all about money. That was not about winning for any on any one of these two, John U. Smith or Hunter Henry signing. But I mean, uh, anytime, anytime Yeah, but I mean, that was when they had Tom Brady. We're now talking about Cam Newton here. Yeah, but what do you have there, Chris? I know I didn't have to get your thoughts on the Patriots. What do you think of everything they've been doing? I mean, as far as Cam Newton's concerned, it, it, it's a one-year wonder kind of thing. Uh, I remember last year, he had held it. That hit him out like, what, four weeks? And he never really returned that to who he was. So, we don't know how much that has gone straight. Um, no, he's not that good. I'm not, I'm not that good. You're, you're trying to you're trying to justify it, but you can't. Uh, but I I, I he's so visible. Um, yeah. But they got seven wins. They got seven wins with that with that whole core of players last year. You're telling me they hit nine. I, I think they hit nine, and they haven't been drafted yet. So yeah, I guess you can. It, it run the ball, play defense. That's the plan. And then yeah, I mean, until they get a quarterback, that is definitely where they're at. They are run the ball, but and that's why you see all the news with the New England Patriots looking at Leonard Fournette or one of these other uh, big running backs that are out there. They, they they're going to run the ball. You know, James White is probably gone. I mean, but he's never been a runner. He's more of a pass catching back. Um, and, you know, so yeah, I mean, so I'm sitting here trying to think of the best running backs on the free agent running backs. And I can't think of one because Aaron Jones was the big boy of this free agency class. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chris Carson actually would not be a horrible signing and play in New England. Actually, I would like that a lot that you say that. But uh, what else? I mean, do you have any other thoughts about the New England Patriots? Or I mean, like I said, I think the big news is Matt Judon. I think Matt Judon's one of the very underrated pass rushers in the league. And I thought this was a I big sign. Everyone's saying he's a little bit overrated. I, I think he's going to get really, yeah, a lot better under Don't Know It's Yeah. You can get that pass on for the time in a while. Yeah, I agree. You know, sitting here looking, um, you know, some running backs that we're not – Jamal Williams. I, I can't believe I forgot Jamal. Jamal Williams in New England would be good. Marlon Mack. Uh, but there's a big name that I liked. I know they're connected to Leonard Fournette that I mentioned. I'm not – whatever, Leonard Fournette, but uh, who was it? Kenyon Drake, Phil, Phil Lindsay did get tendered, but Kenyon Drake could be really good there as well. Oh, you know, Kenyon Drake, Leonard Fournette, Jamal Williams, Chris Carson. I mean, you can try to maybe try to get something out of Le'Veon Bell again. I don't know if I would go down that rabbit hole, but that is a possibility for a team out there. I mean, I would think right now Le'Veon Bell is more at the point of his career where he wants to win. And not worry about the money, but I could be wrong. I mean, he got his contract. What was that, Chris? Okay, who knows? Yeah. Um, you know what? We'll go ahead and talk about it. You know, a big pass rusher that hasn't been mentioned yet is uh, Dub Bud Dupree's leaving the Pittsburgh Steelers and signing a massive contract for uh, the Tennessee Titans. I know uh, Thad, our boy, is very excited to have a uh, Bud Dupree coming in there. They finally get themselves a pass rusher. He, you know, he was sitting there trying to argue that Javion Clowney was still worth something to keep him in house. They definitely went out and bought and got some pass rushing because I, the Tennessee Titans, I think were 
ranked last all year rushing to the quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So big signing for the Tennessee Titans. But uh, we'll go ahead and uh, pass along. And I want to get Tyler's thoughts and then get yours, Chris's thoughts. What is up with the wide receivers in the NFL? Why are the big ones not getting signed right now? This is insane. You got Kenny Galladay, Juju Smith-Schuster, Curtis Samuel, Will Fuller, and company not being signed. It's all a Nelson Aguilar here, a Corey Davis. Um, Right before the show started, Marvin Jones signed. But none of the big boy contracts and none of the big boy wide receivers are not being signed. Nobody wants to set the market. What do you think about this, Tyler? Well, I mean, I think it's what you just said. I don't think anybody wants to to be the one to um, be the leader here on how much these guys get. I mean, obviously, the number one guy out there wide receiver is Kenny Galladay, without any doubt, um, and he's really good. Uh, I mean, I think that damn near any any team in the league would want him. Um, it's just a fact of how much money they want to pay him. He's, I mean, without really going through the list, I would say that you know Kenny Galladay's got to be in a top ten. I mean, he he's a really good wide receiver. Um, I mean, there's a ton of teams out there that I think are interested and want him, but I think it's a question of how much money they want to pay him. And yeah. I just think unsure right now of how much to pay him. And like I said, he's easily the number one out there. The rest of these guys can find it out. I mean, Will Fuller, I mean, Will Fuller's hurt all the time, but man, he's dynamic too. Uh, and, and when he's, when he's healthy, and I know that's a big win, he's healthy. And when he's not taking performance-enhancing drugs. That's well, another thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, uh, he's, he, suspended, he's suspended for four to eight games for 2021 yeah, because yeah. Of, for PEDs. That's gonna, well, that's going to hurt him, too. But, yeah, um, that's I, I mean, he, he's really fast, uh, I mean, but he's hurt all the time. Uh, I like Will Fuller as the player. I mean, it sucks that he's hurt all the time, but the number one guy right now left out there, I think, period, at any position is Kenny Galladay. He's a, he's a really, really good player. Um, but I, I just think that right now they don't know you know, what they want to pay these guys, and I don't think any of them wants to, to bite the bullet first here. Um, no. But not me. I mean, if, I, if I was running a team and I needed a wide receiver, I mean, I'm inking Kenny Galladay in a heartbeat because he's super talented and, he, and I would want him on my team. Yeah, I'm a big Kenny Galladay fan here too. Obviously, I would love him in Green Bay, but that's never going to be a thing. I mean, these the big names that we just mentioned. You know, I wouldn't say they're anywhere going to be from 16 to 20 million a year. And honestly, Kenny Galladay's hurt and missed a lot of time, and he does have trouble separating. But he is an amazing catch and traffic wide receiver. And I don't know if I'm paying any of these wide receivers elite money. You know, the the ones that would have got elite money got franchise tagged, and that's Chris Godwin and Allen Robinson. And we all know that Kenny Galladay was mentioned that he could be franchise tagged, but is not. And uh, you say that before I'm going to pass the buck over to Chris really fast, and then I'm going to get your thoughts on uh, your both your thoughts on uh, landing spots for both all those receivers. But Chris, what do you think that's going on with the wide receivers? Yeah, you know, no one wants to spend money. It's like Dalton Jones said. And who? And, and who is, um, who's going to pay these guys? The Chargers? No. Dolphins? Uh, Dolphins? No. They don't pay the Dolphins. They're not going to pay someone like, um, Pink Dolly. And then the one team that I thought might sign him was the Jaguars. And honestly, they didn't sign the, what's his name? Uh, Marvin Jones. Yeah. So, 
I don't know where his lane is starting. What yeah, um, I, like right before we started recording, I said fuck when I saw the Marvin Jones news because he was really, really, really one of the guys I thought that could be that cheap deal and good number two wide receiver across from uh, Devontae Adams in Green Bay. But obviously uh, that didn't happen. And Trevor Lawrence is going to have a really great wide receiver down there for him and uh, in Jacksonville. But uh, by the way, that contract, by the way, is very friendly. By the way, I know it's like two years, fourteen million, seven million per year. I mean, he he's a really, really solid contributor. Yeah, he is, that and that's, that's why I was really hoping for him because he would have been a cheap, good option at number two, and he's a. Think about this though. Think about this though. Think about Marvin Jones, Tyler Eifert and so, and then they got obviously DJ Chuck. Yeah, yeah, DJ and Chanel. I mean, they're gonna have a really good. I mean, they're definitely building and that. Robinson, the running back. Yeah, but you know, honestly, I James Robinson's an amazing running back. I'm not trying to take anything away from his rookie year, but he has no draft capital. They have no the team that the coaches that were loyal to him are no longer there. He has no draft right. capital, so there's nothing that's stopping the Jacksonville Jaguars. He going out there. And drafting one of these other, you know, Nike Harris or Travis Nett in the first round with their other pick. So I, I think James Robinson is a good running back. Don't get me wrong, but don't be shocked if the Jacksonville Jaguars and company. That's why freaking they've already went and signed Carlos Hyde. You know, small out there running back for you guys. Yeah, Carlos Hyde signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars, reuniting himself with Urban Meyer. Um, but speaking of that, let's go ahead and I want to get your thoughts here really fast and starting with Chris. Or with Chris, where do you think these big boys are going to go? Where do you think Juju, Kenny Galladay, Will Fuller, and Curtis Samuel are going to sign? Starting with Kenny Galladay, where do you think Kenny Galladay is going to sign? I'm going to get a bold, 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 bold prediction, and I'm going to pick the New York Giants. I don't know if that's bold. I think that's everybody's predictions right now is the New York Giants. That's a joke. <laughs> All right, so you got you got Kenny Galladay going to the New York Giants. This is a really normal one. Tyler and I like that. Yeah. All right, what about Juju Smith? Juju is known the Cincinnati baby. Okay. Man, I can do fuck him. He's going to do that right and dance on the – Dance on the field and follow him. That's me, Tyler. All righty. Will Fuller. Where you got Will Fuller going? Back to Houston. Back to Houston. All right. And then Curtis Samuel. Where do you got Curtis Samuel landing? Chargers. Chargers? Okay, I like it. I, I, I can see it. I definitely see that before I we got Yeah, but uh, I think Justin Herbert can really use a guy like him. All right there, Tyler. What do you got for Kenny Galladay? Kenny Galladay, what's your predictions? Kenny Galladay is going to the Indianapolis Colts. Um, Ooh. They, they, man, Indianapolis, by the way, because I thought we were doing this segment as our where our favorite landing spot is no, I, for any player. Yeah, well, that is going to be another thing, but I'm just throwing this in here for the wide receivers. Okay. Well, I had this down as my 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 person for what team? The Colts. Like, okay. Look, I mean, they got a, they got Michael Pittman. You know, I don't know. He, he may be good. He may not. I don't know. But they, either way, they need a wide receiver there. They need a number one. Kenny Galladay would be the guy. They just brought in Carson Wentz. I mean, it's to me, it's a perfect perfect pairing for me. Um, I definitely like Kenny Galladay to the Colts, and I could definitely see that happening. 
Okay. What about Juju Smith Schuster? Man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get to be honest. In his to Miami, he can be the second fiddle to Devontae Parker. He's not a number one. At the best, he's a number two. He can be uh, Devontae Parker's uh, partner in crime. Yeah. All right. What do you got for uh, Will Fuller? <sighs> Will Fuller. Oh, boy. Um, Man. He could go back to Houston. Uh, I, I, the only reason I'm going to say that is because, you know, he's heard of stock. Um, I didn't even – I don't know how. I must have missed the whole PD thing or whatever, but – He's heard of stock big time, so I see it as he goes back to Houston or he takes like a really small, like one-year type deal somewhere, random. Yeah, I'm trying. it's a six-game suspension he will be missing next year with the PED violation. And, of course, it comes off his best season. So, But well, yeah, finally, oh, very much. If you're missing more than a quarter of the season, it's going to hurt his contract. Um, what do you have for uh, Curtis Samuel? Um, Curtis Samuel? A uh, perfect spot here is for a dude who isn't even a quarterback. He's a running back because he can get the underneath stuff. This is the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, see, I'm glad you said the Baltimore Ravens because I have bold prediction here. Kenny Galladay going to the Baltimore Ravens. I think they I think they could use he, Lamar Jackson. He can, oh. I'm, I'm done. I'm done if he goes to the Ravens. That man will have 40 catches a year in the, in Baltimore. That is just sad. Oh, I, I will I will go to bed every single night praying for that man about how dumb he is. I, hey, <laughs> I'm just saying he wants to win, and he's the perfect quarter wide receiver for Lamar Jackson, the running back, because he can't he can't overthrow Kenny Galladay. He overthrows Brown well, all the time. But Kenny Galladay's bigger can catch in the traffic. Hollywood Brown can't do that. So okay, Kenny so Galladay have like five touchdowns. Oh, hands down. I'm, I'm not. This is not fantasy relative, guys. This isn't about it. This is just where I think he goes. I think well, he goes. <laughs> Kenny Galladay goes to the Baltimore Ravens. Juju Smith Schuster. Man, would I love to say Green Bay for Juju Smith Schuster. I think he would be amazing across from. Devontae Adams. Like Tyler said, he is not a number one wide receiver. It's been proven. His best years came behind Antonio Brown, where he wasn't the number one option. And he would obviously not be the number one option in Green Bay. But I can't do We don't have the money and what he's going to want to get paid. He's going to go out there and some team's going to sign him. And I honestly don't hate the option of the Miami Dolphins, as you said there, Tyler. Um, do I see it happening? Probably not. But I think that's where I'm going to put him right now is in Miami. Coming to Will Fuller, your boys. But you guys have been a lot. You've been talking a lot about wide receivers. I see Will Fuller. I see it. The perfect chance is for him in Cincinnati. I think they can get him on a little, a little bit cheaper prove it deal or something and give that deeper threat behind uh, T. Higgins which I think would be amazing. So I'm going to put Will Fuller going to the Cincinnati Bengals because they're I not going to – Oh, I know you would just – you would hate it or wouldn't? Wouldn't. I mean, I like Will Fuller. I mean, the only problem yeah. is the dude is so fast that he pulls his hamstrings every every game, it seems yeah, like. he's too fast but for I his mean, own hamstrings. Exactly. I mean, but as a cheap, prove it deal, definitely. I would definitely be in for that. Yeah, I mean, you know, like a one-year, $10 million contract, you know, just something – and incentive based. I mean, just something that gets him in the door and sees if he can be the guy. Um, Curtis Samuel. 
I don't, I don't, I have, I don't never can uh, profess my love for Curtis Samuel, but I love Curtis Samuel. I have loved Curtis Samuel since he's entered the league. I have loved Curtis Samuel since he was in the college and at Ohio State. At Ohio State, I know that's shocking. That a Michigan Tennessee fan likes. Hey, I, I hate them while they're at Ohio State, but I, if I know they're going to be good in the pros, I want them in the. I'll, I'll take them in Green Bay. I'm just going to forget. Yeah, Ohio Corey Lindsley's Ohio State. Um, oh, I'm about that though. Yeah. But uh, speaking of that, yes, I would love to see. I think Curtis Samuel could be an amazing option for Green Bay. He, you know, he can be that running back dual threat thing that we needed with Tyler Irvin. Uh, so, yeah, that would be my dream. That's my best landing spot and where I would love to see to see Curtis Samuel go. So moving on to our next topic, we're going to go ahead and uh, well, we already. Oh, before we move on, I'm sorry. I have to mention this because I want to get your guys' thoughts. Rob Gronkowski. What do you guys think of his beautiful contract that Tampa Bay just gave him? Tyler, one year, $10 million for Rob Gronkowski to return to Tampa Bay. Uh, Seems like a lot to me, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the man is getting paid for two reasons. One, he's Tom Brady's, like, best friend, it feels like. And two, he had a pretty good Super Bowl. Because, I mean... If we're being honest, during the regular season, he he didn't show a whole lot. Um, he had so a I feel like <laughs> I, I mean, he, I I just feel like the dude is getting paid because he's Tom Brady's buddy. That's all. Well, I, mean, I think you guys think are are forgetting how decent he became after OJ Howard went down with injury. He got played a lot. That's the most underrated aspect of the game. Yeah, he got but. What do you else? What else you got there besides BFFs? There, Tyler. Uh, uh, he's BFFs with them. That, that's what I got. <laughs> and he had a good playoff. He did. He did. You know? Yeah, Chris. What do you have on the Rob Gronkowski news? Ten million dollars. Honestly, All I'm all I'm telling you is this: Rob Gron- Rob Gronkowski went to the front office and he sang this song right here. Let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> yeah, she was the same I mean, thing he here. did. I'm telling you. <laughs> I was thinking that's why he said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or is that what Tom Brady did? Did Tom Brady and them go into the office they, together? You know like, what? They they both they both might have sang that song. And I saying the the fun song. They might have they might have done it together as a duet for all we know. Yeah, I mean, that could have easily been Robin Big there. There's no definite. We got the Rob. You know, is Tom Brady the big? Um, but, yeah, that was the big news. But let's go ahead, Tyler. I'll go ahead and let you talk about it a little bit more. We didn't talk about it. But uh, your favorite landing spot for a player anywhere, and you mentioned Kenny Galladay to the Colts. Why is it Kenny Galladay to the Colts? Uh, I mean, it's Kenny Galladay to the Colts because they need a number one wide receiver. Um, and, you know, like I said, they just got Carson Wentz who – if you remember right, during our, our season predictions for this past year, I said Carson Wentz was a top-five quarterback in 2020, and that didn't happen that way. You know, the, uh, people have their own opinions on why that was. I think it was a lack of an offensive line. People uh, think it's other things. It is what it is. But, you know, you better believe that Carson Wentz is going to be motivated, and we all know he's very talented. Um, you know, if you give him a weapon like Kenny Galladay, I mean, oh, boy. I mean, because if, if we're being honest, 
I mean, outside of a tight end, I don't know if Carson Wentz has ever had a weapon like Kenny Galladay before in his career. I mean, Zach Ertz, you know, obviously in Philly, you know, he's, you know, it's not that. I, I, I was going to say Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon yeah, Jeffrey was really good for a year. Yeah, but, I mean, if you put Alshon Jeffrey, the player, versus Kenny Galladay, I think Kenny Galladay is better than him nine times out of ten every time, basically. I, I think that if you give him getting Kenny Galladay, it's probably the best wide receiver, at least, that he's ever played with. Uh, I think it just makes a lot of sense. I know the Colts have, have money, too, unless I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they got a pretty good amount of cap. Um, I, to me, it just makes too much sense on every level. I mean, if you're going to bring in a quarterback like Wentz, I think that you got to give him a, a number one target. Uh, Michael Pittman might be a really good receiver at some point, but right now he's definitely not a number one wide receiver. Um, I think that you you would be doing him a, a big favor by bringing in Galladay. Yeah, uh, as of right now with the salary and the signings that have happened and the money that they know where it's at, uh, the Colts have $41 million. They're in the top three of uh, available cap space. Yeah, so they definitely this got the per, money to pull this. Yeah, this is per over the cap as of right now. So they they definitely do have the money to do it. But Chris, who is your favorite player that's still available that has not signed a contract? And to where is his landing? I don't know necessarily my favorite, but he's probably got the most talent. Um, Trent Williams is still out there. And I'm going to get Trent Williams and my closers. This is definitely a closers kind of move. I don't think you watched a lot of Trent Williams last year. Oh, he, he, he got destroyed. He got, he got destroyed he, pretty he well. That off an injury. Mm, is that this the why excuse? Why is the Pat move? Is this but is this the excuse for going with? This is the that's what Pat on the market is he not? Uh, in the market? Uh, hold on. Let me. I'm trying to pull up the list. What I got? I, I was looking at the edges because I was curious. Oh my God! What switch over to my computer is not liking me today. If you are all wondering this, let what? get rid of edges. Give me left tackles here. Just just work with me. Here we go. All right, Russell Okun, Trent Williams, Eric Fisher, Riley Leaf, Villanueva. Oh, then um, yeah, Eric Fisher. <laughs> yeah, no. No, yeah, it's a really weak Trent left. Trent Williams, I I I think honestly, oh uh, Jason Peters. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think maybe Peters is better than him. He is better than way older. He is, but you're just looking at a one-year deal, to be honest. Uh, that's true. So, I mean, yeah. Villa Naval, if you want somebody who's a little older and is not injury, I mean, you know, he's a good option, too, out there. But, yeah, Trent Williams, I don't, I don't, I don't hate that option at all, to be honest with you. Um, I, I was a little shocked you went there. I was expecting, you know, I didn't know what you were going to do. But uh, honestly, I'm going to be a little selfish here, too. Uh, this is a little bit before, you know, I, I, I said to Curtis Samuel to the Packers, that honestly would be my dream come true. But I honestly don't see that happening. So an option that I actually can see happening for my Packers is uh, a Cincinnati Bengal who is a free agent. And that's A.J. Green. The Packers and A.J. Green's reps have been in contact a lot over the last couple of days. Um, I think we can sign AJ Green to a one-year incentive-based prove-it deal, and I think he could be amazing on the opposite side of Devontae Adams. I don't think we would have to ask much from him, but if we can get an AJ Green that played 76% of the snaps that he did this last year, I think uh, we can get a lot out of him, and Aaron Rodgers could use another guy like that, and we wouldn't need AJ to be 
the number one, and it would be a cheap deal that the Packers can afford. And I think it'd be, and if we can get something, if we can even get 5% or 20% of what AJ Green used to be, that's better than what we currently have on the roster at the wide receiver position. So yeah, a little selfish, a little hopeful, but it's also something that has been on the talks about a lot lately out there. So yeah, AJ Green to the Packers would be my little, I think best case scenario situation. Um, we can go ahead and uh, move on to winners and losers so far. So Tyler, who is your winners and losers in free agency during the temporary temporary period? Um, I mean, I mean, so far, I mean, I guess it has to because I mean they they've signed so many players. I mean, you know, at least three of them are are considered to be pretty pretty good players. Um, so I, I guess you've got to say the Patriots. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to say losers. I mean, I, you can. Yeah, I, mean, it, I mean, losers for the players who, you know, the teams who lost the players. Really, you can go there. I mean, yeah, I mean, what? pretty much anybody who's lost somebody that hasn't been able to resign somebody, you know, at least similar. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, anybody who's not signed somebody, basically, at this point, in my opinion, is a loser because you know there's been a lot of activity. So if you haven't partaked in any of the activity yet, I mean, you're a loser. Yeah. Um. I, I think Tyler knocked it on the head with the – I mean, really, is there any team right now uh, who isn't the winners in the New England Patriots? So you have to say them. Um, there's not a, a lot of other teams making splashes. The Jaguar – I mean, I would, I would love – I mean, another team's making a lot of splashes, but I wouldn't consider them winners. That's the Houston Texans. I mean, they've signed every Joe Blow random name possible to their team. I mean, oh I really – I mean, I feel bad for the. I mean, talk about losers right there. Losers is the uh, Houston Texans fans. Um, yeah, yeah. But honestly, if I had to say a winner that wasn't the New England Patriots, I have to say the Jacksonville Jaguars. I've liked what they've done. They brought in the Griffin brothers. They've brought in Marvin Jones. They brought in Carlos Hyde, who's a pretty capable back. You know that can be a good backup or spell, you know, James Robinson, if that's the right, the route they go. So, and then, you know, obviously they're going to get Trevor Lawrence. So I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are big winners uh, so far during this free agency time. But honestly, if we're going to go losers, it's uh, Patrick or no, I'm sorry, Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. If they truly, we all know Watson wants to be traded. And if Wilson really wants to be traded and they haven't had it happen yet, I mean, they're the losers. I mean, they don't want in, if they can't get out. I mean, they're the losers, but the real losers, and this is just a little poke at my boy Corey. That's the Chicago Bears, baby, signing Andy Dalton to be their starting quarterback for the 2021 NFL season. The Red Rocket is back, baby. Red Rifle. Red Rocket, Red <laughs> Rifle, whatever. Hello. We all know Tyler loves Andy Red Dalton. Chris, what do you have as winners and losers so far? Um, no, I didn't probably but I do, I do like that. That that one. Put on and, my train, my tail coat. I'm gonna hop on a little train here. The defense is already good, and they added two two guys who were solid players. Um, and then they added Marvin Jones, obviously we talked about this earlier. Um, the Wizards Cincinnati Bengals again, and I I get it. It it fine Clay Henderson. That's not good enough. No, they have an right. offensive line that's so bad that Joe Burrow got hurt it off the field. <laughs> For them to not get Joe Burrow is probably the biggest lift 
or Corey Lindsley. It doesn't sound like they have been in contact with any of these top free agent uh, offensive linemen. They need one Yeah, I mean, really, that's what I'm looking up right now. All the offensive linemen that are available. Um, I mean, you know, obviously some big news happened today. You know, the uh, Raiders released Rodney Hudson. That's a big loss or a big free agent out there that, you know, Nick Martin's pretty good. I mean, there's some good, decent centers that are on the market. I mean, they really don't need yeah, a left tackle and, because that. Go ahead, Tyler. And let, I mean, Rodney Hudson, obviously, I mean, that guy's been a pro bowler in the past. He's somebody who's going to be on one of these, like, next tier free agents that maybe they're looking at. Um, you know, the fact that Trey Turner was uh, released, that's another one um, that, you know, a pinch, uh, potentially is on their radar. Uh, but I mean, if they go through this, if they go through this period and they don't get Turner or Hudson or Martin, I mean, it's a total blow, you know, I mean, for sure, because we know they got plenty of offensive line help that they need and you can only do so much in the draft. So if they whiff out those three guys I just named, it's a big, big time blunder for sure. Yeah, it very much so is. I mean, the Bengals, I mean, it's early to dictate losers, but yeah, if the Bengals definitely don't walk out of this free agency with at least one or, I would say at least two offensive linemen and decent offensive linemen, the Bengals have lost this free agency because like you said, there's only so much you can do. I mean, everybody expects them to get that Sewell kid out of Oregon, but I mean, the kid sat out the last year as well. So, I mean, how ready is he for football? Um, but yeah, definitely get that there, Chris. Uh, what? Who's your winner? So you said the Jaguars, right? Yeah, yeah, Jacksonville. All right. Um, and and Melvin's the winner. Yeah, no yeah, he got a ten, you know, a t- one year, ten million dollar with a three million dollar incentive bonuses that he can do. I mean, I don't hate Andy Dalton. I'm not trying to make fun of him. I think he's a capable starter, uh, decent offensive line in Chicago. If you ask Russell Wilson, I mean, he now has Allen Robinson. You know, he has uh, David Montgomery, Cole Komet, Jimmy Graham. I mean, maybe Anthony Miller. There's rumors that Anthony Miller can be on the trade block or is going to be traded. So there's a lot more in Chicago than we led to leave. And I think Andy could do decent there. But before we close out the show this week, uh, our last topic is uh, in and if Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson get traded, who do they get traded to? Tyler. Oh, my. Um. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to see either of them traded to Chicago. Um, Shut the fuck up. We don't like that. that they, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry. But, I mean, I think that either of those players going to Chicago makes them a fate. Uh, I mean, like a legit contender. Oh, very we, much. We so. know their defense is good. Uh, we know their defense is good. Um, Allen Robinson's on the franchise tag, at least. They have a, a you know a young running back. I think that you know either one of them, no matter who it is. If they go to Chicago, all all of a sudden Chicago is a, a legit contender. I mean, definitely in the NFC, but I mean, uh, uh, probably Super Bowl contender too. Um, I, I mean, I know people talk about Chicago. I mean, Chicago, Miami a lot. Um, I mean, and you could go that way. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see either of them there. But I don't know what kind of message you're sending, though. I, everyone knows I I was never a big fan of Tua, but you know if you if you give up hit on him before he even legitly plays hardly any games, I mean, I don't know what kind of message that sends. Um, so I don't know. I, I say if either of these guys ends up in Chicago, um, it's a win for Chicago because 
no matter what they give up because I mean it's like literally the best spot out there. I, if you were to draw up a place to say, oh, they're only a quarterback away. I think that place is Chicago almost every time. So I agree, but I think I mean Miami is also that. I think Miami is. Yeah, I, I don't know about I don't know about Miami though. I, I think they're lacking a run game. If they don't get a wide receiver, I think they're lacking there. I just – I don't know. I'm not a believer in Miami completely still. I feel like last year might have been a little bit of a fluke. The only reason why they, you know, won what they did was I think their coach is legit. Yeah, but Brian Flores I is definitely, Yeah. I would definitely like to see either one of them in Chicago as far as making a big impact. Yeah, very much so. Um, before I pass it off to Chris to get his thoughts, um, Chicago is obviously one of the bigger options for them. The Chicago has been proven that they're not afraid to trade the first round draft picks for the player, aka Khalil Mack. Um, but I don't. I mean, Ryan Pace needs to do something to keep his job. Like Andy Dalton is not keeping his job. Uh, if he really wants to keep be the general manager of the Chicago Bears, he would have to make a move in Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson. And if Russell Wilson is showing that much interest. But I don't know. I don't know if this is calling a bluff for Russell to got to get a better contract in, you know, Seattle. I, I can't really believe. I mean, I know he's been sacked a lot because, you know, Seattle's never really cared about taking that offensive line position. And they are really bad draft, really bad drafters. Like if you go back and look at their past history, they really miss a lot. Um, so I like Miami. I think they are, you know, Tyler doesn't think they're one position away, but I think with the money they have in free agency and then if they get one of these, uh, quarterbacks they are a you know a quarterback away from a super bowl they are lacking a run game you know they the big news is they brought in malcolm brown today to help that run game malcolm brown's a capable back but he does not change that running back issue at all in miami you know they they definitely hurt when they were able to keep you know aaron jones from signing away Stein and staying in green Bay, you know, they really were going all in on Aaron and Aaron staying in green Bay hurt their thoughts. But you know, my thing is, and you said it there, Tyler is Tua Tyler Lavoya. I, I know I murdered his last name and I apologize. That's the first time I really tried to attempt to say it as well. But Tua, the question is there's five quarterbacks in this draft class that are going to be drafted in the first round. And there's a lot of rumors that they're going to go in the top 10, all five. So my question is, if you're one of these quarterback needy teams that are going to go get one of these quarterbacks, where do you rank Tua in these top five? Do you believe Tua is better than any of these five or better than uh, he's not better than Trevor Lawrence? So we'll go ahead and throw that out there. So of the four, would you put Tua over Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones? I mean, that can be a a thing if you see Tua more capable of those four. Um, so really any of the quarterback needy teams who might want, you know, one of these other quarterbacks could make Tua for Miami to go make a, a move for one of these other guys. I mean, it doesn't happen as often in the NFL, a three person or a three team trade, but this could be an option where one of these guys to say, fuck uh, Trey Lance, fuck Justin Fields, whatever. And I'd rather have Tua over those guys. We'll give draft picks, do some flip flopping around. But I really think it comes down to uh, those two. I mean, there's no, I mean, Russell Wilson could change what is in San Fran, but no way in hell that trade ever happens. So Deshaun Watson to San Francisco, talking about it really a quarterback away is San Francisco. They have the weapons, they have the running game, and they have the defense. So if they can get a Deshaun Watson, the Niners would be very scary. What about you, Chris? What do you think about these two? 
I mean, kind of people are in. It's a lot of knowledge that people were from 2019, no, 2018. That's a whole lot different than last year's tour. Well, and let's just, before but, you, you move on, and before, I'm sorry to interrupt, but Tua is less than like a was less than a year removed from Mace massive surgery. So the kid was now. Yeah. So let's give the kid some credit. You know, he was still recovering. It was impressive. He was out there playing and playing at the level he was playing at with just that far away from such a big surgery. So do you really throw in the towel on Tua after that? I, I, I'm not throwing in the towel yet. Not on him. I, I it's been, it, Mentally, still has the tools, but mentally, I don't think he's there yet. Or he wasn't there yet last year. Yeah. He was awkward last year. Just to answer your huh? question about would you take any of these quarterbacks over Tua, like, I, I know for a fact there's three quarterbacks in this draft that I definitely would take over Tua. Okay, what are the three for you? Besides Trevor Lawrence, uh, obviously. Definitely, well, definitely him. Um, Zach Wilson and Trask. I'd take all of them over him. And oh, so some you, you, you're that high on Trask. You have Trask yeah, over he, two. He's my number three. Is he really? I, 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 see, I'm glad to hear that, Tyler, because I feel like I'm an idiot because I really like Trask as well. And I, well, I, I don't know like Trask. Yeah, we all do. And Hater does too. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's my number three. I haven't really done enough yet, but he is a top five for me. And I'm glad to hear I'm not the only one yeah. that's high on Trask. I mean, Tua, Tua to me is – but I really, really, really did not like this guy. I, there's a lot of things. I mean, I didn't like – I first off, I don't like lefties, period. Sorry, but I don't. Uh, and very, very rarely are they ever good. I mean, you can look back in the history of the game, and there's only a handful that have been really good. Um, or successful. Also, his injury history is also concerning. Uh, I just – I never liked him. I, I would definitely take at least three quarterbacks in this draft over him. Yeah, okay. Uh, just some breaking news, and it's pretty decent. It's not massive news, uh, but Emmanuel Sanders is set to sign with the Buffalo Bills. Interesting. Yeah. They, they, they got Emmanuel Sanders and Diggs now. Woo. That, that, hurts, that hurts Gabriel Davis, I think. I thought Gabriel Davis was set to break out after. He had a pretty good rookie year, and then now that signing. They're going to run a lot of wide like receivers. Yeah. That, yeah. Good they, news they, for Tom wide receivers, too. Yeah, yeah, you're very accurate. They don't have yes, Stephon they got, Diggs. They got Diggs, Diggs, Brown, uh, is Beasley Brown's still down. there, now Sandy. Well, I think Gabriel, like I said, Gabriel Davis the, is pretty tall. Mm. Brown, yeah, Gabriel Davis, the wide receiver uh, that was out of uh, University of Central Florida, or and uh, he is 6'2". Yeah, yeah, he's, he's not that small. No. You're getting that he's small. Yeah. But Emmanuel's not big either. He's right. But uh, go back into go back into uh, the Watson Wilson. What what else you got to say? You know, we were talking about Tua and stuff there, Chris. No, I, I don't think my you know on Tua yet. Um, I think all this you know all this stuff about Watson on my end, you know, all this nonsense. It's the annoying. Um, Watson the San Francisco was really enticing. I really think. Yeah. Then uh bring a lot low to the the Texans and he might be pretty good for the Texans. Who knows? Um well Russell Wilson's not going anywhere. 
solid nose bands, uh, uh, lion pace, it's uh, telling you, uh, I didn't get no Russell Wilson, but I got you in Dalton's bed. This okay. Yeah. So, you know, before, you know, other news before we sign out, because I think it's pretty interesting, is there's rumors out there. And it's coming from Ben uh, Albright, so it's a pretty decent, you know, source. And definitely because it, it involves, uh, or I'm sorry, Benjamin Albright. I completely murdered his name. Um, you know, and that's a complete. It's a good source, definitely because this is floating about the Denver Broncos. But there's rumor. Uh, there's a, a rumor out there that Denver is willing to is would send Tim Patrick, the wide receiver, who's a pretty decent wide receiver, and a second round draft pick in 2021 to the Jets for Sam Darnold. What, I mean, it. If that's all it takes for Sam Darnold, the Chicago Bears need to be on the phone making a phone call for Sam Darnold. You know what they say about rumors, right? No. The rumors are like opinions. Everyone's got one. Was what? Rumors are like opinions. Everyone has one. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's coming from a he, – he's saying he can neither confirm or deny that that's what it'd be. But, I mean, right now in free agency, what else do we have? We have rumors. <laughs> All these are rumors. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they are. They are. They are. I mean, because we know anything can change at a drop of a hat. Somebody can come out of nowhere and be like, "Hey, we'll give him an extra two million a year to sign with us or something." You know, right? So and all these deals are in principle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So anything can change. And speaking of that, before one more time, I know I keep doing this to y'all. And one more thing. Yeah. Did you see Drew Rosenhaus his yesterday? What he did? He negotiated ten contracts for two hundred and fifty million dollars. He gets anywhere from fifteen to twenty percent. So roughly that mother trucker yesterday made over twenty five million dollars. That guy's written in it now. <laughs> A man blew that pay and yes. not blew the Yes. Yeah, congratulations, Drew Brees, instant Hall of Famer. Don't make him wait five years, but that's another topic for another day. But as of right now, that's it. That's what we have. That's a wrap for this week's episode of the All Time Misfit Podcast. Thank you for listening. This is yours truly, Little B at Brunelli Sports. Chris. No, me on Twitter. Tyler. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. At T underscore Dement. You can find our show's Twitter at AT Misfits Pod. And don't forget to follow, like and follow us on Facebook at the All Time Misfit Podcast. And don't forget to uh, like, subscribe, and re- leave a five star review on iTunes. Thank you and have a great week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.